Hey, welcome back to the uh, Bobblehead Podcast. I'm super excited to dive into episode two of this new little series talking about uh, quotes. And uh, today we dive into another one that's uh, by Marcus Aurelius. It's a um, it's a deep quote. It's a good quote. And we take it a couple of different ways, but we're excited to, uh, to for you guys to listen to it and hear it and maybe get your feedback on it. So glad you're here. Let's get started. If you're not a folder, I don't want to even want to be your friend. But it does wrap around, so you could kind of get the whole. You don't, you don't know what I'm talking about, right? Like yeah. the toilet paper, like oh, yeah. who bunches their toilet? Like sick, sick bastard. <laughs> <laughs> the worst is the one that has the. Lo- We're still recording over there. <laughs> the, wor- the, wor- the worst is the one that has a lotion in it. Like, have you seen that? Like it has lotion, so your butt doesn't get chapped. Yeah. I'm like, who wants to be left with lotion down there? Not me. I want. You know. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm okay with like being completely dried out and and it's okay if i rub a little blister or something but on a long hike because it's too dry yeah. versus i don't want to feel that down there it's, i don't want to feel anything down there that's like it's the difference between like monkey butt and taco butt i'd take monkey butt all day long because that can be fixed all with a little, day with a all little day. bit of something something on the end like yes because then the other one causes more chafing which leads to monkey butt exactly all roads lead to monkey butt they do yeah hey yeah just saying that because we could you pay him? <laughs> <laughs> Tired of all these yes men around here. Tired of all these yes men. What do you call it? Uh, counterfeit yeses. Yeah. No counterfeit yeses. Terrible. Thank you. No counterfeit That's what we thrive yeses. on around here. Yes. Just for tradition. I'll start a new tradition. We're going to, we're going to bobblehead. Who's that molded after? Or is it just. What's it? Who, who is it molded after? Or what is me. it molded after? No, it's not either one of us. It's probably a good thing. Yeah. But I, I like the, uh, I mean, the gray hair fits. Um, the suit definitely doesn't fit. I was going to say. But it's kind of a professional thing. It's a red tie, which I'm not sure what that means. I feel like it, that's a misrepresentation of our brand. The suit. <laughs> it's, it's, it's things that uh, everyone wishes we could be. Tuxedo t-shirts. Yeah, and, and the glasses. Um, and, you, and, you, you wear and, glasses, right? And but only, really, when, only when you read or order food? <laughs> Contracts, just contracts. You know what? I never noticed this. It has the little, little hair under the chin. Soul patch. Soul patch. Okay, so that there's our. This is our stoic. This, you ever seen the soul patch? You check it out. Yeah, it's, it's freaking me out because his head's doing this thing here. I'm I mean, like trying look, to focus look, in on. Look at it, Devin. Look at it. <laughs> that. Uh, so he maybe he's a philosopher. Why does he have a soul patch? Why do we have to go there? Um, because it was a choice. Everything it was a choice. choice. And, um, so the one that he doesn't. Yeah. So, but he does. So it's maybe it's a new thing. Our executive producer. It's Movember, right? Is, is the one. Mo- yeah, right. That's it. <laughs> uh, chose that. And so whatever she says, I'm, I'm good with. 100%. Yeah. Because she controls how we sound. And um, that's a lot of work. Seriously. Yeah. Yeah. It's a she lot deserves a raise. Let it be known. Just not, not on the she, oper- just not on the operating budget. Okay. Um, <laughs> so quote number two. Th- thanks for that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, last one was kind of fun, right? And I, I think it was a, a good place to start this little series yeah. On, uh, yeah. on on quotes. It is. I liked it. I, and what's funny is where I think we're going to go with it is never where we actually go with it. I think that's, even with Ricky Bobby quotes, that was fair though. Oh, yeah. It goes with every podcast. Every podcast ever. Like we sometimes we end. I'm like, how do we get there? I know, I know. It just kind of wonders. 
And it makes me not even want to go back and listen to it because I'm like, I don't know, I don't even know how we connected the dots that we did to get to the end yeah, point. Yeah. So I'm like, you know what? I, I almost don't even want to have to go back and relive that experience. I will. I will say this: there's been a couple that I go back and listen to that I'm like, I don't remember saying that. Nope. Like I, I remember the conversation, but I don't remember us going that way. Yeah. Lisa will text me something out of a podcast, like a line out of it. If she's driving and listening to it, I'm like, I have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah. She's like, don't you remember when you said this to Tim? I'm like, nope. Nope. I blacked out. I blacked I just, out completely. I was just in a in a, yeah. in, a, in a in a fit of uh, of deep thought. Yeah. So I've got a uh, I've gotten oh. several texts over the last probably I don't know three weeks, and I get texts from different people that listen, and uh, just friends or people I know or something. Remember this different, and uh, they said, "Hey, I, I like this or I like that on this one across the board. I love the podcast about his excellence." Which Dude, is yeah, I've gotten that too. Which is really funny because when it comes across your text, it's like I love, and you see the pissed excellence, and so I'm like, wow, that looks really weird for somebody that doesn't know that we just did a podcast on that. Yeah, out of context, that'd be pretty bad. But out, out of context, it's really strange. I, I mean, I don't know if that's propri- if sure that's a proprietary quote or not, but that could be bobblehead media. I, we piss excellence. Piss excellence. Wow, we'd go really far with that one. Yeah, I don't. Again, I don't know if that's if that's proprietary. Probably not, but we should probably consider that. We should get shirts. TM. May I suggest? Uh, well, depending on the day, a light or a dark yellow, just depending. <laughs> <laughs> of a golden hue. Are we talking a Monday morning? Are we talking a Wednesday morning? Yeah, those are, yeah. Those are those are different. Those would be so different speak, colors. Speaking of Wednesday morning, it's not Wednesday. It's Monday, but we have a new quote. We do. You like that? <laughs> Didn't make any sense at all. Thank you. Uh, yeah, we're, we're actually going to stick with Marcus Aurelius, right? And go with another okay. quote by him. And this one definitely is a few layers deep. And, and it's going to take more unpacking that, that, that I fear so, we are mentally capable of doing and in the time which we are given to. Yeah, so. so this time, once you read it really slow so everybody can really. It took okay. me, I, have to, I have to read it slow or listen to it yeah, slow I so I can get, grasp okay. all of it. Let's, let's give it a shot. Okay. But death and life, honor and dishonor, pain and pleasure, all these things equally happen to good men and bad, being things which make us neither better nor worse. Therefore, they are neither good nor evil. Yeah, there's a lot there. One more time? Yeah, please. But death and life, honor and dishonor, pain and pleasure, all of these things equally happen to good men and bad, being things which make us neither better nor worse. Therefore, they are neither good nor evil. Yeah, that's pretty deep. Yeah, it really is. And and I I think you can almost break it down into a couple different parts, right? You're talking about life and death, honor, dishonor, pain and pleasure. They happen to everybody, right? right? And, you know, everybody's going to be, everybody's born and everybody dies at some point in time. So like we have no internal control over that, over those events, right? Now we can affect the, the ultimate end, end state, hopefully, but honor, dishonor too, right? That is such an external construct. Right. And to some people, Joseph Stalin was a very honorable man. The world now looks at him as, you know, one of the biggest dictators of all time that killed, you know, six and a half million of his own people, right? And then pain and pleasure. We talked about that some in the last podcast is we have the ability to determine whether things that are said to us or things that are done to us cause us pain or cause us pleasure. And so because of these things happen to everybody, right? And they're so incredibly subjective, that those events, those things, those honors, those honors bestowed on us by other people or those things said to us by other people, they don't make us good or bad, 
right? So they're those they can't be good or evil because it doesn't dictate who we are because it happens to everybody. Those ex- external events have very little to do and very little dictation over who we are as human beings and who we are as colleagues and spouses and parents, et cetera. So at the surface level, that's my, that's my takeaway from what this quote means. Mm-hmm. And obviously there's a whole lot to discuss in the middle. Yeah. And, and, and so much of that is, you know, it talks about what hit me, what kind of I took from it was it talking about honor and how honor can be bestowed on us. And when it's, it, sometimes it's something we did or something we didn't, but it's all external. And it made me think about, um, they had a really cool thing this weekend, the Little League World Series is going mm-hmm. on. I don't know if you watch any of it. Yeah. But it's really, it's pretty fun. It's yeah. pretty cool. But um, I was, it, was, it went really, it went viral. This kid got hit in the head and, you know, the, it, he was on the ground. He was, I don't know if it knocked him out, but he was on the ground for a long time. And the pitcher was really upset about it because, you know, he didn't mean to. And uh, anyway, the kid finally got up and, and was okay, tried it and went up to the pitcher's mound and gave, you know, kind of patted the kid on the shoulder and gave him a hug and said, hey, I'm okay. And uh, it was a really big deal, really cool, right? Cool event. But one quick little quip, nice event, but man, it blew up. And they right. tried to make these kids a hero. And so they were interviewing those two kids. They, were, they had the, uh, I think the Orioles and Red Sox played, which was really cool, at the Little League field. Yeah. That was really, really cool. That was pretty cool. Um, but the interviewer came over, then he was talking to the two kids, and he was asking about it. And the interviewer kind of, they were kind of, they weren't really excited about talking about it. And the interviewer said, well, are you really tired of talking about it? And they went, yeah, we really are. We're, we're, we're really bored with the story. The reality is, you know, I feel bad for him. I feel, you know, the other kid's like, I felt bad I hit him. But we did it. And they were just what we did. And we're really tired of talking about it. <laughs> and, and so, you know, basically saying, I almost wish that would have never happened because I'm tired of the attention. And now we have all this focus. All these people want to come up and take pictures with us. And, and these are just two little kids. And like, I'm kind of done, done with it. Yeah, and it goes back to we try to make heroes out of people that that wasn't their intent of what they were trying to do, and also how many times has it happened we've made villains out of people who that wasn't really their intent to do something right. do something harmful, right? And our in our life, it's at least in mine, so many times that I've been praised for something hasn't always been something that I did was super honorable or or heroic. It was just being. The timing was right that this happened and people thought it was awesome. So they came up and gave me a, a back slap and told me how great I was. The problem with that is um, I know I didn't really deserve it, but I took it. Yeah. Un- unfortunately, I took it and my head got big over it, over something I didn't even control. Yeah. It doesn't always come from the heart, right? And I think that's that's kind of one of the determining factors about, you know, doing something that's that's honorable. Yeah. Um, you know, sometimes we, we do an act because we think that we have to, we think that it's right in the moment and it's, we do it out of selfishness, mm-hmm. out of a lack of altruism. Right. And so a, a deed that's done in order to gain yourself praise or gain yourself honor, I think is a perfect example of how that doesn't dictate who we are on the inside. Right. right? Is sometimes our, our actions can be lie our hearts. And, and if it's captured in a moment on video, or if it's captured in a moment that people see it and they, they praise it, so much more is made out of it and it almost reinforces a negative, right? right? It, it, it reinforces this, hey, do this to get praise, even though you're doing it for self-serving activities, right? We, Tim, we, we see it at work yeah. all the time. We see Absolutely. it on the street all the time. We see it in sports, we see it everywhere and we prop these people up and we praise them but we don't know what's going on inside of their heart. We don't yeah. know what's going on inside. And like, are they doing it for ego? Or are they doing it because they really truly care and they really want to be a good person? And it goes back to me to how do you define honor? 
right? right? Is is honor praise from others? Is it outside? Kind of like what the philosopher is saying there. Is it outside or is it something that comes from the inside? Mm-hmm. Is it that, you know, these are my values and I'm going to hold to these values? And it goes, once again, I mentioned Bergeron on the last podcast, but, you know, I love when he says this is, I do this because this is who I am. So I am, yeah. Right. Um, to me, that was, that's been one of the most powerful things I've ever heard in my life was I do this because that's who I am. Not because I want praise, not because I'm disciplined, not because it's what somebody wants me to do. It's I do this because that's who I am. And so that value, those values come from within inside of us. And when we hold to those values, it's nothing more than, um, uh, it's it just, I guess what's the right word for it? It's enhancing the values we have. It's right. it's saying yes, these are the values that I have, and they are this value is good, and I'm going to continue to do that internally, yeah, not externally. I don't have to tell you what my values are, right? I'm going to hold to those because that's who I am. If I do it right, you'll see those values because of who I am. It, it's like like um, you know, well, different people have different faith. I I come from the Christian faith, and so you know, I was taught early on that, you know, I shouldn't go around telling everybody that I'm a Christian. If I, if I do it the right way and it comes from inside, people know mm-hmm. because of what my actions are, not because of what I've say. So I don't go around preaching to everybody or telling them like what they should and shouldn't do and judging those people. Um, but hopefully if I, if I have the right values and live my life that way, then people see that from the outside and I don't have to get it from them. I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to impress them. Right. Yeah. It's just the values I have with inside of me. It, it's letting go of like the need for this external validation right. or the way that Ooh, you feel or the, or exactly. the way that the way that you act. Right? right. And is, is parents or as, you know, leaders and, or the spouses even too is, you know, it's important to reinforce the things that we believe are good in other people. Right. But you have to find that balance and, and teach your kids that validation really truly needs to come from, from within, right. Mm-hmm. Is you can, externally praise somebody all day long, but you don't know if you're reinforcing the good or the bad. Right. And for me, one of the things that I've really had to, to let go of, like, is, is like, I'm trying to, you know, continue to be this, this better person, this better husband, this better father, this better everything is that no source of external validation is going to make me a better person. You know, Lisa doing a through Z in order to make me a good man doesn't make me a good man. Right. Like my being a good partner, my being a good father has to come from my heart and it has to come from my soul. And the validation and the desire for change and the desire to do the right thing has to come from here. And hopefully the recognition of that gives the proper amount of external validation to know that you're on the right path. But you can't prevent somebody from doing something or acting some way by providing them validation for the good that they're doing. It has to come from within. And if it doesn't, it's short-lived or they're going to find some way to validate it in a different way externally. Right. You know, I think sometimes we build that into our kids the wrong way in that we look for examples of people having the right values. Mm-hmm. And, and, and that's a good thing. But what we do is we point out times where somebody does something and we talk about it. In other words, you see, you see some, some kid helping this old lady across the street, right? And you're like, see, what a great kid. And he, you know, he's respectful to the elders and he's does, and that's good, but you're not praising what drove that. You're praising, you're praising the, the act. The act. Right. And so the kid's like, okay, so if I want to be a good person is I help people across the street so people will see that so and think I'm a good person. Yeah. 
and, and, and we don't mean as parents to do that because that's not our intent, but that's what happens is we wind up praising the act of what takes place right. of seeing it. And so now everything those kids want to do is do something that can be seen so that people see that. Make so, sense? Yeah. So we're praising the physical manifestation of what should come from their heart. Right. From their heart. Right. Yeah. That's really interesting. And and you do, and we've seen it and we've, we've probably all done it. Mm -hmm. And so you end up repeating that act, but not altruistically mm -hmm. doing it because last time mom gave me praise, last time yeah. dad took me, you know, to get a steak dinner or something like that is a result yeah. of what, what it was that I did yeah. where my initial time that I did it, I did it because I saw somebody that needed help yeah. because I care about them. Right. So I think that's the danger of being over praised is that it can, it can change the motivation for your actions. And I've never done that to my spouse either where, <laughs> you know, I go back and say, Hey, by the way, um, I know you didn't ask me to do this, but I took care of this and that. So just want to let you know. Yeah. Just, yeah. Um, I've just, never done that, but in case I've ever did. Yeah. I throw that out. Hey, just so you know, I took the garbage out. I did the dishes. Yeah, you know, I did like like I'm a good boy, right? Like, yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I was just telling you, just because I want you. Not, to know. not that, not that that's ever happened, or or never, or, or what happened, never. So, anyway, go back, go back to go back to the quote. So, there's there's three or four parts of that. Yeah. So, but life or death, honor, dishonor, pain and pleasure, all these all these things, equally happen to good men and bad, being these things which make us neither better nor worse. Therefore, they are neither good nor evil. And one of the things that when I, when you first read that to me before we even started the podcast, one of the things that made me think about this is I've known some parents and I was very fortunate that both my kids turned out to be fair. Um, I'm kidding. <laughs> They're great kids. They're great kids. I'm just she, she looked wounded behind that, know, that right? soundboard. Right. Um, so but, but, but seriously, there, there's been parents who've worked their butts off and the kids just turned out to be crap. Yeah. Right. And they did everything they could possibly do. And the reality is you, you know, you just, you can't control that. You can do your best at something. And and that comes to sometimes in relationships, you can do your absolute best and it just doesn't work. Yeah. Right. And so, you know, once again, just because those things happen, because sometimes good things happen, bad things happen to good people. Um, you know, it's just, that's part of life. And to understand that we can't control everything and that everything is not going to come out perfect if we have the best intentions. Um, and even people, we can have the best intentions and people still read into that something that is negative and we get lambasted for that in Twitter or whatever, right? Right. To, to learn to be okay with it and learn to be, um, to be good in your soul with who you are and what it is and to not let that affect you is difficult. But I think that's one of the things that's talking. I mean, that's that's Stoic philosophy one one, right? Is yeah. is letting go of that noise, letting go of of the things that people say to you and do to you, and don't let that define how you're going to respond, and don't mm. let that define who you are as a person, right? Yeah. And 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 that's you know that pain and pleasure again is a feeling that we have as a result of the praise or the honor or the dishonor, right? Like we feel good because we we were made to feel honorable, or we feel bad because somebody made us feel dishonorable. Like that that is a a visceral emotional reaction to an external event, right? And so letting yourself be affected, internally affected by an external event doesn't mean that you're good. It doesn't mean that you're bad. It means that it happens to everybody all the time and learning to let go of that stuff and learning to not seek that external validation rather than reinforce what you know to be good and be, be and virtuous and living your life that way, regardless of the noise and the static around you, which is exceptionally hard to do and nobody's ever perfect at it. But I think that's ultimately what leads us to a truly honorable life or a truly virtuous life. And into a life that gives us peace in our heart. Right. 
and that's man that's hard to do yeah right um completely off subject who was the guy that used to be in a tv show that lived with a bear he lived out by himself in the middle of nowhere grizzly adams do you ever see grizzly adams the tv show and that was probably before you were born <laughs> i i heard of it but mainly because of the the happy gilmore reference yeah grizzly adams yes. did have a beard yes he did yeah and so that's a way you don't have to deal with this i was thinking about maybe he was the flaw maybe he was a great philosopher he just lived with the bears and the wildcats and the little known fact his bear in that movie his name was marcus aurelius so it was the bear that came up with this mm -hmm. Gosh, it's all coming together now <laughs> it all i makes think it's sense. actually falling apart <laughs> <laughs> well either way i've enjoyed the discussion yeah it was fun yeah thanks sorry about the bear thing at the end but yeah, look, it can be edited. Uh, but unfortunately for me, it can't be mentally edited. No, it can't. It's stuck there. <laughs> All right. All right enjoy it. next time. See you.